This is the David Ocado Experience, episode number four. Tony Robbins puts out a book, Money and Master to Gain. So today I'm diving into that, reading it, and gonna throw out my comments in this podcast here. I'm a couple chapters into the book, and part of it sure is a definitely a good uh, prep or intro into money, saving, investing, and why it's so important, and everything else. And uh, he's got a few good quotes in there. And one of the the best things he's done is made an app, a Tony Robbins Money Mastery app that you can just download to your phone, and then use it to make a plan for financial freedom. So I'm going to get back into checking out that app and reading that book. Alright, so my latest idea is to start a, a website that gives people free drop shipping stores. Uh, the reason I'm going to make it free or want to make it free is uh, having to start a package that's free seems to be the best way to do marketing that people would just share it around and then from there once you have a big list of people it's easier to sell to them you've already built a relationship and all that stuff uh, so way it goes so right now I'm doing that I'm just adding uh, more products onto my existing shop at decado.shop and then from there that's where I'm gonna gonna make it uh, into a place where you can also just get your own free uh, drop shipping store as well. Well, it's now October 30th. I didn't quite get uh, episode four finished yet. So I'm going to continue on with it. Just a random thought that I had it, uh, crept into my mind that with the uh, Times newspaper not doing so well, and then Trump is definitely promoting it as the failing Times. Wouldn't it be kind of interesting if the Times ended up losing the Times building in New York City? And then maybe in 10 years, you know, when they finally lost it, all of a sudden Trump bought the Times building. Then next thing you know, we had New Year's Eve at the the Trump, <laughs> Trump building. Alright, so let's get down to some business about uh, sourcing products for eBay. Um, one of the things I notice a lot is uh, I like to watch Gary V's videos. And one of the things he's been doing is he calls it trash talk. And uh, all he does is just go around to garage sales, buys items for super cheap, and then puts them up on eBay for sale. And all he does to figure out the price, uh, and a lot of people do this, I've done it before, is uh, just go take a look at the uh, do an eBay search for a listing and then just select on the filter sold listings and then in there you can see uh, all the previous items that sold so say you got a mug and say this mug is a Folgers mug all you gotta do is just do a eBay search for a Folgers mug 
and then select the sold listings and you can see how much that they're selling for. So if you're walking into a garage sale or even a thrift store and they got a bunch of mugs there, all you gotta do is just punch it into your phone, check out the price and uh, away you go. You can buy the thing, take a picture, put it up in eBay and uh, you're, you're all set. And you can pretty much do that for any item that you come across, whether it's in a thrift store or a garage sale or anywhere else that you might go buy the stuff. So that one works out pretty slick. Um, so you can even use that same thing for doing uh, drop shipping, uh, which is something that I have gotten into as well. So I just take a look at the sold listings and see what products they're selling for. And then if I can find them on a website like AliExpress for cheaper, then all I do is just put up a listing and then wait for a sale. Sale comes in, process order, and boom, it's all done. And the next uh, fancy tool that you can uh, use just by going to eBay is going to your seller hub and then go into growth and then go into sourcing info. And they'll actually give you a chart of any products that you want to list. Um, you know, like 256 or say like an eight gigabyte uh, SD RAM memory stick for your, for your computer, other people's computers. You can just search for that and select it. Even uh, it'll separate them by like eight gigabytes, four gigabytes, 16 gigabytes, uh, different bus speeds and everything else. And it'll just tell you right there what the average selling price is. And it'll even give you what eBay calls as the opportunity score, where the higher the score is, then the more likely an item is to sell. So that's uh, another really quick way that you can do uh, product research for just buying and selling stuff online. So there's all sorts of opportunities when it comes to the eBay stuff. Um, I've written a bunch of posts about it on my website, freedombydesign.tk. You just go on there and do a search for eBay. It'll bring, bring all the different posts up for you. So I'm going to end up doing some tests. I've already done some drop shipping stuff. Uh, I'll put the products that I've listed in and uh, the success rates on them on my blog as well. And I'm probably going to go buy some mugs uh, from a thrift store just just to see how it all works out. So I actually do a real test uh, and take something from theory and put it into place into reality uh, to get some real results and see how it works. All right, so that's it for this, this part uh, for the eBay drop shipping. I also want to just add, I'll take a look here. What's the overview? Just to show how much, how many items I've had sold. What I'm gonna do is I'll take a screen cap of my phone and I'll put a picture of it up on my blog. And then you can check that out there too. just looked it up so on my uh, app on my eBay phone so it says I sold 19 items for $94 total in the last 30 days so I'll put a screen cap of that up my blog and then I'll also uh, list off some of the items that I sold in there as well so you can take a look at that
Well, it was only yesterday when I was starting to crunch numbers and getting pretty excited about buying products uh, from a certain supplier and then having it delivered to me within 17 hours and then shipping it from my place in an hour. So basically, I would just get it, you know, put a label on it, drop it in the mailbox and away it would go. Uh, and then today came, woke up, checked uh, my sales, two more items sold for $16.99. And uh, yesterday I had a hosting sale and $11.99 sale as well. So had sales of 46 Canadian in 24 hours. So I was pretty pumped because basically I'm just starting this thing from scratch. So then uh, I went to order the products again that I just sold, which shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but I realized that I was ordering the same product, but getting different looking products uh, shipped to me. So it looks like the supplier is putting up one picture of the product. And then when I get it shipped to me, it's uh, just a random, random product. Uh, so from who knows where and with what label and what packaging it's going to have as well. So that was a little frustrating because I thought, uh, you know, I had the system kind of figured out. Maybe some other people have already gone through this sort of thing. But, uh, you know, it seemed like it was just something that should just work, no problem. So, uh, you know, I had the frustration, realized I got to go with the flow. But uh, what does it mean? What do I need to change? Uh, so basically, it comes down to a few different things, but one is with ordering stuff from this supplier, I'm gonna have to just order this stuff, wait for it to arrive, see what I get, and then list based on what I get. Uh, and I can't count on like have one product to buy it and then put a hundred of them up for sale. And then just order them, you know, one by one as each one sells because I'll just get a different product every time. So doing uh, it the way of just uh, getting the order and then buying it just won't work. Uh, with this one product anyways that's selling so I think I'm just going to try doing it uh, we're just going to order a bunch and whatever I get I'm just going to list those puppies so essentially for turnover time from uh, you know what is bought like as far as the cash flow parts of it goes it actually ends up holding it up quite a bit because it's going to hold it up like two days uh, just because I got to wait for the product and then list it and then add the stock in uh, so that's you know, at least two days anyway, it's a cash flow that it uh, takes a nice chunk out of. So the other thing that it's uh, made me realize is, you know, instead of going through that with this type of product, I can't find it anywhere else, except for just buying it from bulk or by bulk from like China, which uh, I was crunching the numbers and realized, hey, by the time I wait for the product to come from China, I could have already sold a whole bunch, had them shipped to me and shipped them out even before the product from China got here. So it would make a lot more sense just to do it that way. But uh, being as this stuff is random, you know, it's two or three days behind, and uh, there's one or two products I know that sell really well, but I can't just order them and have them shipped to me. Um, so it definitely would be a good benefit because I can order a product that I know is gonna sell with a particular packaging type so it's not going to give me any any issues with having to put it in a different case because some of them actually uh, come, in, come in packaging that is thicker than it needs to be. So the shipping cost for that item is actually more. So um, by getting it in bulk with 
the packaging that's going to give me the smaller shipping charge is definitely a huge benefit as well. And that's something I didn't even think I would need to consider, but being as I'm ordering product and getting random product, then that's just going to be the way it is. Unless, of course, I go with the bigger brand name stuff, um, where I can be sure that they're not going to just send me random stuff. But uh, those things are already pretty well sold, and there's some pretty big suppliers that are already selling it super cheap. So I think there's uh, some big companies that are ordering huge amounts, or it could even just be the company itself, you know, has its, uh, ships its to, to somewhere in Canada and they just ship it up from there. And there's no way of being able to get a cheaper price because uh, I think they got that locked down pretty good. So the other thing that it comes down to is uh, by actually me just ordering it direct from a manufacturer in China, where I can actually even just put my, my own logo on it, then uh, that way I can make sure I got a consistent product with the packaging that I want. And at the same time, uh, you know, it's a potential of building up a brand, say over the long term. So I didn't think I was gonna go that way at all because I was super happy just selling uh, other people's brand stuff or even generic stuff. But uh, that's the way it seems to be working in this, this dropship world at this time. Uh, so that's about it for this one. I'm pretty sure I'm going to start getting into Amazon dropship and or fulfilled by Amazon uh, eventually because I ended up reading it somewhere that Amazon was taking more than 50% of the e-commerce sales and I think eBay was something like 6%. So that's almost a 10% difference there. So there's a chance that what uh, I'm selling on eBay can actually do times 10 on Amazon if I if I'm able to get it right so that's uh, definitely on the list for things to do in the near future so hopefully I get that set up within a month because I'm actually gonna have to do a little bit of reading about uh, what exactly I would need to do for fulfilled by Amazon like whether or not it needs to come in a certain package with a certain label or does my you know account number need to be on the box or how exactly does all that stuff work? So it might take a few hours of reading, reading through that process, reading through that to see how that all works too. And then of course it's going to be a little bit of testing, testing it out. It's going to be ordering products from China, getting it shipped right to Amazon, um, and then how that whole process works and how long it takes. I have no idea. Like I don't know if uh, when Amazon gets the product, if it's going to take them a week to process and put it up on the shelf or or what so that's going to be a, a, another learning process in that one as well so that's about it for the dropship part of it until next time see ya so that's it for today's podcast if you want to check out any of the pictures or videos or links that I mentioned in the podcast, just do a Google search for David Ocado Experience, episode number four.